Welcome to Taped Seams. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Taped Seams podcast. Um, I'm Christian. With me, as always, is Alex. My What's co-host. up, guys? What's going on, man? Not much. Um, happy Thanksgiving. Happy late related Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, I hope everyone out there had a great Thanksgiving. Alex, I, I had a good one. How was yours, man? It was good. It was good. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Um, this is what season one, episode eight. Episode eight, yes. Yeah, episode Shout eight. Out. Look at us. Shout out Dale Earnhardt Jr. Shout out Kobe, right? Yeah, shout out Kobe. That was I was trying to think of number eight. <laughs> I thought of Dale Earnhardt Jr. was the first one that came to my mind. The only NASCAR we're fucking with is the PFG car. Facts. Shout out, shout out him. But shout out, shout out Bubba Wallace. Yeah. All right, dog. Well, hey, uh, this week we're gonna talk about as you as. As you can see, if you clicked on this episode, uh, we're talking about jackets this week. Yeah, uh, um, something. It's definitely the time of the year for that. Hopefully, you guys caught a, a little sale on Black Friday or Cyber Monday today. But if yeah, not, we got you. We're very excited for this week's episode. Uh, while we did greatly enjoy doing our uh, the last four episodes, the Mount Rushmore of designers. I think, uh, Alex, I speak for us both, and we're, we're, we're excited to get back into just spitting cold, hard facts at you guys. Cold, hard. This is advice you can't get anywhere else. This is, this is it. So this is, this is your warning before we get started. Before we get into the news, this is your warning. Maybe get a pen and paper because, you know, we're going to be coming in with the, with the pro tips and the pro recs this episode. But anyways, Alex, let's get into the news. What are we, uh, what are we got up first this week? We got, first off, Tom Brown. And speaking of Tom Brown, he actually worked under Ralph Lauren. So that's mm. where he got his start. But um, Tom Brown, uh, super, super dialed designer in terms of just um, tailoring, right? Both men and women's. Um, it's, yeah. pretty, it's pretty good every year, um, or every season, rather. And he actually does go pretty avant-garde with the shows. But all of the ready-to-wear suiting is always money. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. I mean, when Jay Z said, "I don't rock Gucci," I wear Tom Ford. It would have been a way better line if he said Tom Brown. That's the that's what I always think of when I think of Tom Brown because his shit is like elite. Tom Brown. I would say is almost a a pillar, like pinnacle of like menswear in these modern days. Like since 2010. I mean, I really don't know how long Tom Brown's been popping. Not a yeah. huge Tom Brown head, but I've been seeing it in my life, anyways like really heavy since like the late uh 2000s you know yeah no for sure and um i want to say i i don't quote me on it but he i want to say was just purchased pretty recently and he, he did way more revenue than i expected to be honest like really? he's he's caked the fuck up well, dude when he well, he i he he was also the dude that i remember really um and I don't know if Tom Brown always had sweats in the line, but when like kind of like that like jogger yes. pants look took off, dude, he was the he was one of the dudes that really went from I can make you the best suits, but guess what? I can also give you the best like casual drip for the crib, the best yeah. sweatsuit you could ever buy. I got you. I got the whole spectrum covered for sure. And it's funny that you said that because initially Tom Brown only wanted to do suiting, and he pretty much only wanted to use all the shades of gray. But all of the sweatpants and the more essentials came from him being purchased, actually. So that's where he expanded. Gotcha. Hey, he made a good call there, dude. Yeah, and shout out to um, him always referencing sport in collections. It's not quite as blatant as what we're going to get into, but he does reference sports quite a bit, and he actually outfits... um, Definitely a lot of athletes. Like, um, remember the Cleveland Cavaliers when yeah. um, they were um, all fitted in Tom Brown for the finals? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was during the Bro- LeBron days, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's because Bronny was big in the Brown. I mean, he probably still is big in the trip, but. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. Um, I think Tom Brown debuted, uh, and I want to just get the date for everyone at home. I th- he launched his made to measure menswear in 2001. So this brand mm-hmm. is still relatively young in the grand scheme of things. 20 yeah. years is not. A short amount of time, but like when you're talking about how classic his shit is now, almost like that's a lot. That's a lot of ground to cover in 20 years. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, and now he's pretty much evolved full circle. And what we're going to get into, he actually finally um, 
launch some sportswear. And for those of you that don't know, Tom Brown is a huge runner himself. <laughs> the most, still the wildest running fit I have ever seen was the yeah, Tom Brown running fit. I still remember us talking about that because we were wondering because he's such a big runner, he runs marathons. Why hasn't he launched some type of sportswear or drawn a collaboration? But Tom Brown was running in regular like Nike running shorts with a cardigan over like a polo, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was a cardigan over, it was either a polo or like dead ass, uh, like white cotton dress shirt tucked into his running shorts with the high tech Nike runners as well on the feet. Looking dapper up top. And just straight business from the waist down. Yeah, but goddamn, you, that is a. Imagine seeing that dude just crushing twenty six miles on the block in a fucking one thousand dollar cardigan, dude, and a dress shirt. Can't say shit to him. But either way, uh, sorry to get going a little Tom Brown tangent there, ladies and gentlemen. But today we're talking about Tom Brown. I mean, this is actually just. Uh, it's this, just a little capsule. Yeah. So it's uh It's just we're on hypebeast.com. Tom mm-hmm. Brown readies his latest sportswear and compression collection. And uh, yeah, and this is kind of tying in basically what we just covered. The this 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 is sportswear with a heavy menswear vibe to it, like a very clean, high end vibe to it. Yeah, like I mean, look at the hoodies. It it has like the the hem of almost like a fucking blazer, right? Yeah, but it's it looks super thin, almost like um, neoprene or like um, some type of just matted out terry it looks super elegant while being super very tech, tech. yeah but then uh. but then then you click over to uh, like slides like four through uh, dude like the rest of the lookbook almost yeah you get more of that not really techie sportswear but it's more like a uh this is peak like 2010 menswear just gone totally left dude but the craziest thing and this is what and this is what what i think we're both in agreement here what tom brown's like it is wild though but it's so clean at the same time dude <laughs> yeah. like, tell me you don't look at that and for a second you're like i can pull that off dude i could <laughs> you know what 100%. i mean dude? yeah it's so it's so elegantly done and that's like all this i mean all this shit but in, that looks six in particular man i, I yeah 100 percent yeah, look at look seven. Yeah, I really like big, those coats. I, yeah, those are yo, those are um like soccer jackets, like bench jackets. Yeah. They got the extendo yeah. clip. They're meant for just parking your ass on a bench. But those are yeah, fire. And the fucking diesel cable knit scarf that has to probably cost five hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, like, probably cashmere, bro. Probably five thousand yeah. dollars. <laughs> right. The details are carried down to the socks um, with the four stripes. Mm, always the with leggings. the four stripes. That's a great, yep. great branding right there as well. And like no, no. also only does on one sock, even you know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. And oh. then if we keep going um, on look nine, you you even see like a knitted beanie that's worn like slouched, right? Yeah, yeah, that guy kind of looks like Jay Balvin. Yeah, for sure. And then you got just a basic long sleeve, super overpriced t shirt with some probably French Terry shorts. Which I mean, it, it looks so clean, like you said. Yeah, I, I mean this this whole lookbook, like like if I if imagine if someone showed up to just play like catch in the park in the full Tom Brown fit like that, look number nine with, with the leggings, with the leggings, everything. Dude, yeah, <laughs> I mean <laughs> Tom Brown doesn't lose; he doesn't take else, dude. All this every no. I've never seen a bad Tom Brown piece, and I'm talking down to like the even when this dude gets wild and he's like. Oh, you want to see me do some crazy shit? And he puts out like a a leather women's handbag that's a dog. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire though. Like I don't even like I what I just said sounds ridiculous. A dog pocketbook, but yo, Google this shit. Tom Brown women's dog handbag. Like mm-hmm. so tastefully done. Everything is just done at such a fine level of taste that he doesn't he doesn't lose. This man yeah, cannot and- take an L. Exactly, and his dog is famously named Hector, and he has an Instagram, Hector Brown. Go ahead and give that a follow because he's living a better life than all of us. That dog is living insane. And um, one thing I, I, every time I see these mini capsule collections with like extremely expensive brand, I always think of those times when you're shopping during sales season and you need to hit a certain threshold to get free shipping. Mm. 
Those Tom Brown leggings are the ultimate free shipping add-on. Dude, or even the socks. Dude, the socks are probably a hundred yeah. bucks a pair. But like, fire it in there, dude. <laughs> Set sale, they're fucking forty bucks. That's I got no shame in that. I'll pay forty dollars for some fucking socks if it means I'm flexing on everybody. Exactly. You just roll up your chinos when you see the four stripes. Game over. Sheesh. All right, dog. Hey, moving it. Tom Brown, that's that's an A+. Plus. He's never a gone plus. below an A+. Plus. He's a fucking cl- head of the class permanently, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Uh, moving along here, though, uh, a little bit of – we're going to shift gears a little bit here to a, another small capsule collection, uh, the 18 East drop today. Yeah, another New York brand. Yeah, too. another New York brand. Uh, so 18 East, um, we shut out – we shout out the Mule Mafia on here all the time. We shout out Beams Plus on here all the time. 18 East, yep. they get a big shout out from this pod as well. Oh, um, yeah. 18 East, for those that don't know, is a small brand uh, that has a studio slash store in New York. I don't know where it is in New York, to be honest with you. I haven't been there. Isn't the street the name of it? it, it I think it's 18 East something. <sighs> that could be it. We'll have to look into that. I wish I, I mean, we have the technology, but. Uh, you can Google it as well, kids. Uh, so 18 East, yeah, it's a very small brand run by a guy that used to – he, he kind of grew up skateboarding and worked in, like, the, the industry uh, for various brands. Doing, he yeah. did, like, pretty high-end menswear too, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you yeah, know, he runs his own brand out of New York, and all the production quality is very, very high-quality stuff, and it's always done in very small numbers. Yes, uh, and what I mean by this is every piece you go look at, you go you go on 18 East website. Uh, just Google like 18 East dot com. That's the number 18, and then the word East. Mm-hmm. Uh, every piece is basically handmade somewhere by someone. Uh, I think he makes a lot of the pants with like some of the lighter fabrics in India. He does those crazy sweaters in Ireland a lot. Um, and I think he was even doing like, they put out a, they put out this one, uh, vest, I think last year that had this pattern on it. And it was, mm-hmm. it was revealed that the pattern was literally like hammered into the jacket, like by a person, like, yeah, <laughs> like line by line hammered in the pattern with ink to the, to the vest or I can't remember it was something along those lines. But that, what I'm yeah. getting at ladies and gentlemen is this shit is fucking high quality goods. Yes. Um, so today, like, like they did a little capsule collection. They did. Um, mm-hmm. They go by drops. Yeah. Very small drops. Very small drops. So they did a. They they basically they basically called it the Jimmy Gorecki collection today. Shout out to him. Um, Shout out Jimmy Gorecki. Jimmy Gorecki is a, a professional skateboarder, former professional skateboarder. Um, yeah. Who. Big, just great. He was on the original ice cream skate team with like that Pharrell Rand with Terry Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Um, now he works for a brand called Standard Issue and runs a brand he was running before Standard Issue, now under the Standard Issue umbrella called um, uh, JSP, which is his nickname mm-hmm. used to be Jimmy Sweatpants because he, he was making a. He, he probably got it for uh, various reasons, but he used to have a brand called Jimmy Sweatpants and. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so they did a this in just all around cool dude makes fire high quality product at Standard Issue and at JSP and definitely go check his shit out. They just did an ice cream collab actually to bring things full circle. Yeah, yeah, and his sweatpants. I have a pair from Standard Issue. Best sweatpants I've ever owned. They're extremely heavy and overbuilt. And the cuts so, really. I don't have a pair of his sweats yet. Unfortunately, I'm sorry, uh, Mr. Gorecki, if you're listening to this. I'll get there. I promise. Well, I kind of did. I'll get into that in a second. But yeah, uh, the cut's really good. I heard, right, Alex? Yeah, it's pretty wide, just like you like them. But it, it does have that that cuff at the bottom to kind of keep things in check. But oh, yeah. the thing that'll stand out once you get your pair is just how heavy they are. The ounce weight on that fabric has got to be – it's it's up there. It's definitely the heaviest sweatpant I've ever owned. That's awesome. But yeah, tying back the Jimmy Gorecki thing back into what we're talking – the 18 East did today. So basically the 18 East collection today – uh, they did a therm uh, a thermal long sleeve collab with Standard Issue Tees, yeah, which is the brand that Garecki uh, works for, works for it slash with now. I don't know what the true relationship is there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a down a down over shirt that was reversible between orange and black. Oh yeah, that's fire. That has, that gives me Craig Green vibes. Yeah, I mean the fact that it's reversible too just makes it like you're you're paying for. T- I I love shit that's reversible because like uh, you can justify it by being like. 
I could just wear it <laughs> I'm more paying often. this price for two shirts, basically? Yeah. Um, but yeah, they did a fire uh, down over shirt, and they did uh, one of those crazy sweaters that they do uh, in collaboration with a brand called Kanata. Mm-hmm. Um, which I believe is 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 it, this might this is probably a handmade sweater as well. Yeah, it's got like a shawl collar, right, and a double zipper. Yeah, on it. one side's purple and blue, the other side's got a little brown and blue action. Just a very fire piece. Super nice. But me and you already discussed this drop briefly today because it, it already all sold out by the time you're hearing this, unfortunately, at home. <laughs> but uh, the piece day, the piece or pieces de resistance in this collection were the Gorecki cargo pant, which is, yes, this to tie back into that gentleman, Jimmy Gorecki, we were just talking about. 18 East has a cargo pant that they do uh, on occasion. Usually one of their higher or most more sought after items, I would say, Alex. Um, yeah, no, for sure. It's always selling out within probably minutes. Yeah, so they, they, they did this pant kind of uh, inspired by Mr. Uh, Gorecki, who does the sweatpants at Standard Issue Tees. Yeah. Um, big shout out to 18 East. Sure. Back a little more high end of the fashion uh, spectrum here, though. Prada Linearosa, Fall Winter 20. Sheesh. Prada Linearosa, is it the best thing in high fashion right now for men? And women, maybe? I don't know. It's up there. I mean, if you're into technical garms like we are, mm. I mean, I would say the only person that even comes close with giving, with offering this level of technology on the runway is probably Matthew Williams with the leaks. Yep. But even then, I, I don't think he's he's quite on this level. Um, I mean, everything, it's it appears to be just performance driven through and through, and this this is functional as hell. Like loving it. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's and again, like yes, it is Prada, but they keep the logos like pretty minimal here. You do get the Prada red yeah. bar on occasion here and there. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, just the materials that they use on this shit, man, is just A1, especially in that raincoat, dude. That raincoat is yeah. the best piece in the collection, I, I think. For those listening at home, mm-hmm. we are on Prada.com. Just looking at Prada Linearosa, new men's collection, fall, winter 2020. Yeah, and you're talking about the extreme text raincoat? Yeah, the dark green one in particular at the very top of the page. With the pockets? Oh, my. It almost looks like an Arcteryx Valence piece. Yeah, just on... it's, it's, it's bananas, dude. Yeah, it's just... And it's got that sheen to it to where it looks a little bit reflective. Yep. and it, It's amazing. And the, this stuff is stuff... And I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not necessarily going to encourage this due to COVID, but like you go into a, you go into a Prada store and you, you touch the Linearosa, dude. You, you, it's it's so nice. The quality is so good on this stuff. Uh, not saying yeah. it's worth two thousand euros for this jacket. Yeah, and it's converting to over three thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, uh, but um, it's very clean. It's very well done. And if you have the money to afford Prada Linearosa, you better be fucking jogging in it. You better pull up to your local gym, just flexing on everybody, getting a sweat in. Especially they got those crazy glasses they do in this collection, like the sunglasses too. Like, oh, yeah, you're gonna see those on every rapper. Let's be real. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they got one right here, kind of like an aviator style. Yeah, three hundred and fifteen euros for the tech fabric bucket hat. That's a banger. Yeah, and like this always reminds me of the neil barrett era of prada where it was just full full tech driven yeah and yeah the linnea rosa collection every single year is sick and it's just it's super pleasing to look at and like not only do i respect people that fork up the money to buy this but if you actually use it for working out and like outdoorsy activities more power to yeah then that's you're really doing it big like that's like that's big time I like to think mm-hmm. that's what like I like to think there's some dude that is like rich as fuck that lives in the mountains in Turin in Italy and he yep. just fucking like wakes up every morning, tosses on his extreme text raincoat, his extreme text pants, his linear rosa shades, fucking DMA boots. I'd probably wait something way nicer than DMA boots, but uh and just full Prada. He's just going and full just Prada. He just goes out on the fucking goes out into the woods and smokes a dart. 
<laughs> that's that's I really hope that there's someone doing that right. That's the dream. It, it's a, if I was in Italy, maybe has a little red wine with breakfast. Yeah. Prada raincoat guy can do whatever he wants for breakfast. You know. Yeah, because he's got that thirty-two hundred dollars on his. I pants. mean, the whole green too. I'm talking the same green colored pants match. Imagine that fit. Yeah, that's a be... dream fit. If I'm being honest with you, right there. Yep, tape seams all the way through, water repellent. For those listening at home, like this rain jacket and outdoor rain pant look would be so nice. That I, if I was to ever be nominated for a Grammy or an Oscar, I might show up in the mm-hmm. Prada <laughs> rain fit on the red <laughs> the carpet. Red carpet. <laughs> with the green bucket to match, just full green Linnea Rosa. With some, with some ski goggles to block out the haters. Oh, oh man. But hey. A plus for Prada's. Everyone's getting an A plus today. Everybody, yeah, no hate today. No hate today. It's a, it, we we are giving thanks on our post Thanksgiving. We're all riding the vibes. Yeah, and I think we <laughs> just looked at so three fire collections in the news today. Nothing to get mad about. It's fine. It's not really that loud, anyways. Yeah, no, for sure. It definitely can get way worse. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I mean, one one more thing about this collection to kind of lead us into what we're about to talk about as well. This mm-hmm. recycled pile jacket? I don't understand how you can justify that. <laughs> the cost for Sherpa, but I get it. I get it. It's got tape seams on it, too. I said the name. Yep. Shout out to the name. Shout out to Prada. All right, man. And yeah, I mean, that kind of concludes the news. Yeah, we had three bangers for you. So maybe there might be some hate next week. Maybe not. But I feel pretty good. We, we ended on a high note, but... Now for the main topic, outerwear. Oh, so yes, we love our outerwear over here. Like, <laughs> if you didn't, we know. Can, it's finally fall, so we can start dressing. I mean, it's almost winter, but you know what I mean. Yeah, and I would just say for tips, like like we said, kind of with the shorts episode a couple eps back, definitely invest. Um, you want something timeless that you can wear over and over um, and just something that just stands the test of time, but also just makes you look good and makes, makes you look presentable in a variety of out, uh, outfits and situations. Yeah. yeah. You want to get a, you, you want your jacket to be versatile, especially if you're going to drop big bands on it. You, you don't want to get the, I mean, yeah. or you can look at it both ways. Maybe the big band jacket is the crazy wild one you break out on occasion, but most of the time here you're looking for two things yeah. in a jacket. Does it fit me good? Is it technically sound? Is the second thing you're looking for? Because no one wants to be cold or wet. No, Period. not at That's all. That's the point of a jacket is to keep you warm and dry. So yeah, no, for sure. Dry, again, dry is more of a, mainly to keep you warm. Certain jackets will keep you dry. You know how it works. I don't have to fucking explain yeah. jackets to everybody. You know. And if it doesn't keep you warm or dry, it better look fire. So, All right, man. You, there, you, there you could, want to dive into could these? be a trade off. You, you want you want to break yeah. down how we're going to be looking at jackets today? Yeah. So we have three different categories. So we have our fleece, which is definitely hitting these days. Everyone, everyone loves we, a good fleece. Everyone loves a good fleece. We have our wheelhouse, which is tech, mm. and then that good old classic jacket. Yeah, good old classic. Something you can wear out in the town, or maybe yeah. something you can chop down a tree in. A jacket yep. that's a classic, you know? Yeah, something durable. Durable, that's the word. All right. Hey, let's dive into fleece, Alex. What I, what I like to look for in a fleece, uh, one thing, I, 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 first of all, it needs to be warm enough where I know that I could just wear it with a T-shirt underneath at some point if I had to. Um, yeah. And secondly, it has to – I don't want it to fit me too tight. I see – I don't think fleece jackets mm-hmm. should really should really like choke you out. They shouldn't be like skin tight. There should be a little room to breathe in a fleece. No, and I love to wear them over. Exactly. Fleece. Yeah. So yeah, I like a roomy fleece as well. Um, not. Yeah. Not to say that like uh, a fleece that you can't fit a hundy underneath is necessarily bad. Um, mm-hmm. You just want to be able to move in your fleece regardless, uh, and they're meant to be comfortable. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you What do you like to look for in a fleece, Alex? Um, same thing. I definitely like a nice pile when it comes mm-hmm. to it. Something pretty heavy. Um, if possible, something with a type of water repellent yeah, coating yeah. to not ruin it if I get caught in the rain. Um, but just like you, something a little bit oversized that I can layer under and something comfy. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, 100%. I mean, so now I I, I want to get into – I got two wrecks for fleeces here. I think that's how we're going to break down yep. all these jacket categories is we're each going to have a couple wrecks. Uh, yep. One high-end wreck, one low-end wreck. Um, yeah. So I'm going to get into my high-end fleece recommendation right now. If you're looking for a, a really nice fleece jacket uh, and, mm-hmm. uh, and saying if you got like 300 bucks to blow, I got you right here. Uh, it's from a brand called Manitash. Um <laughs> so Manitash uh, is a Japanese company that makes some of the world's best fleece. Uh, think almost like a slightly more rare Patagonia is really what I'd yeah. be getting into. Mm-hmm. Um, very similar in style to Patagonia in a lot of ways, though, I would say. Um, but the, yeah. the particular Manitash jacket I've really been enjoying lately, it's called the uh, Gorilla Jacket. Uh, so yes. what that is is it's their Sherpa fleece jacket, basically. And what what we mean by Sherpa jacket, uh, it's, it's kind of the jacket that looks like a. This is as dumb as I can make it sound. It's kind of the jacket that looks like a, a sheep, a sheepskin. It's got like the fluffiness to it. Usually it's tan. Uh, Patagonia yeah. makes one called the Retro X. Would be Patagonia's version for those paying attention at yes. home. Yes. Um, this one in particular by Manitash, though the Gorilla jacket is also windproof. Um, which is just Mm -hmm. a one when it comes to a fleece jacket as well. Uh, that's kind of how, you know, it'll be a more higher end fleece jacket. If it does have a feature like that on the, at least on the installation side. Um, yeah, Manitash windproof fleece MT gorilla jacket. It's going to set you back 269 bills. Um, but man, Mm -hmm. it's got, it's got a nice tan, like, uh, almost like off white Sherpa fleece cut to it with, a. Yeah, teal zippers, teal teal left breast pocket zipper. Uh, you got your little kangaroo pockets on the side, and yeah, full zip. It's a gorgeous piece. Yeah, and that's another thing I love. I love a contrasting nylon mm. patch on my fleece to give it that real outdoorsy yeah. touch. Yeah, no, I feel you on that, and it kind of gives it kind of like I also like. I'm a fan of uh, the jacket itself being more of like the earth tone, like a dark green, a, a brown, yeah. a tan. With mm-hmm. fluorescent accents is something that really gets me going on a fleece. It's almost like a like a nineties hiking vibe, like when you see like a Patagonia snap tee, for example. Yep. How it yeah, really yeah. has sometimes when it has that contrast between a really bright accent and a really dark fleece. Big fan of that. Though I do love just an earth tone flat out fleece as well. Earth tones, man. Exactly. That's what the fleeces look best in. Um so that's exactly. gonna be my high end rec. Do you want me do you want to share your high end yep. rec next? Sure. So I was going to go with a Reese Cooper cropped fleece, but I ended up going more Japanese, just like Mm. you did with Manistash. So um, we're coming into the Nepenthes line of brands with South to West 8. Ooh, Ooh. yo, you're you're bringing the heat out with that. I'm bringing the heat. This one's going to run you 725 Mm. bones with that New York tax. But, um... It's their black Sherpa fleece jacket. Um, And something that I like that I didn't mention before, if possible, I'm taking a double zipper every single time. Oh, valid. You mean a zipper that goes, that zips up from the bottom while it's already zipped? For those who are paying attention, that's two zippers. Yep. So that way, when you sit down, you can zip it up from the bottom. That way, you can sit and it's not too tight around your waist. Great call. And you can expose a little of some layers if you just like to flex. But um, yeah, this, what I'm looking at, this is specifically the black colorway. And like I said, it's a, it's a Sherpa fleece. It still has that same look from all the heritage brands. And for those that are listening that don't know, South to West 8 is from the Nepenthes line of mm. brands. Um, and it's like their outdoorsy brand. So more like Christian said, it's, it's kind of like a high-end Patagonia. Yep. Um, with a fire kind of some i it's like that the deer skull yeah <laughs> the asians like to get right to the point <laughs> with their with their brand yeah. and yeah so this one is actually black on black so this one's Ooh. tonal so it's all black um pile but what they did to break it up a little bit the grain of pile is differentiated so kind of like on the um what am i thinking of the eg um the Uniqlo, yeah, Uniqlo yeah. how there's different yep. piles here the piles differentiate to kind of make a tonal camo pattern sort of which is pretty sick and 
Yeah, and the the hardware is gunmetal. So you're you're getting metal hardware with the double zips and a gunmetal on a black on black fleece, and you can still see the like a tonal camo print sort of with the way the um the sherpa is the pile is um laid out. Oh, yeah, I'm, I got I think and, I got it I pulled mean, up right now. It's a piping jacket, black boa jacket. Yeah, it's a banger. That might be the hardest fleece I've ever seen, dog. <laughs> Yeah, it, it it for a Japanese piece it fits kind of long, yeah. but I mean that's why you have the double zipper. But isn't it just insane? Yeah, I like, mean, uh, uh, for those like the the camo thing that Alex is describing right now, super it's subtle. so subtle. But the way that they executed it by having different fleece sherpas, yeah, that's bananas, bananas that that is a jacket. Yeah, we'll definitely have to put a pic yeah, up on Instagram. Yeah. But I mean, this is a Grail status uh, fleece. If I don't yeah, say dude, so and I, I mean, I, I was like eight hundred and twenty bones for a fleece, but hold on, folks, like there's a reason for yeah, it. Yeah, this isn't. Yeah, no, it's like super nice. Fleece. That's crazy. Yeah, but it's not yeah, even. Yeah, I, I know, I it's know. Like, it's flush. Like I can't explain. Yeah, it. hey, Southwest two eight. Maybe doing it big. Those are two insanely good wrecks if you want to blow a bagioli on a fleece right now. Um, but yeah. I got to give you, if you don't want to blow a bagioli, in fact, if you want to get a fleece for what it costs to get Moe's for lunch or Chipotle, depending on where you're listening to this yep. from. And if you're listening to this from the Philippines, Ireland, or wherever, I know there's a bunch of you out there. Uh, think of mm-hmm. like any place where it costs like 20 bucks to get a meal. Cause I'm gonna, this is a jacket you can get for 20 bucks right here. Uh, when it comes okay. to basics that are stylish, albeit maybe not as tech, Uniqlo does not lose. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Uniqlo makes a bunch of jackets that are Sherpa-y. They did the great engineered garments collab that we were just talking about last year. Um, they have a yeah. jacket called the Men's Fluffy Yarn Full Zip Fleece Jacket. It's a, it's mm-hmm. a very soft. I actually, I actually have it in black because I just needed a jacket one day. I was like, 20 bones for this? Done deal. Uh, it's, just right. a, it's just a black Sherpa jacket. All the hardware is black. Granted, it has a one. I mean, you're, you're paying 20 bucks for it, so don't expect the greatest jacket ever made. Um, mm-hmm. But for $20, you could not find a more serviceable Sherpa fleece than the Uniqlo Men's Fluffy Yarn Fleece Full Zip Jacket. Period. And the yeah. conversation, this is the one. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen at home. Well yeah, done. Very basic, but very cheap. and It'll be good, I promise. So what are you thinking, uh, high-end rec-wise? High-end. So I'm going to go with my daily driver right now. It's the Arcteryx Mackay jacket. So this is hitting at a hefty price, as most Arcteryx products do. This is $1,000. But you buy this on sale... And you keep it for like five years, hopefully longer, you're looking at a lower cost per wear. So with an investment piece, I want it black or a a color that can go with multiple fits. So I have a black one. And I mean, this thing is fully loaded. This is the, this is like a jacket. Yeah. I was going to, it's like a Ferrari Enzo, dude. Yeah. I mean, this thing has got, Dual layer Gore-Tex, and we shout out Gore-Tex in almost every yeah. single episode. Um, so Gore-Tex membrane is is super breathable while being waterproof. So no match for New England um, sleet, snow, all the slush yeah. that we deal with. Um, this one's downfilled. It's got 750 to 800 fill uh, European goose down. And with Arcteryx, you're paying a lot of money, but everything is super well thought out. So with downfill, it's not supposed to get wet. Um, if if you get downfill wet, it clumps up and it loses its warmth. Um, so not only is there a Gore-Tex over the down, but in like the areas that are susceptible to being extra wet, like your wrists or your armpits, they actually stuff it with synthetic um, down as well to avoid any of that. Um, which is pretty smart. And this, like I said, it, it's got all tape seams. So um, your phone, your keys, anything you put in your pockets doesn't get wet. 
This thing has got a built-in terry cloth to clean your ski goggles and glasses. Like, I mean, the the hood adjusts with like four different pulleys. Like, this thing is is war ready. Yeah, I mean, in Artrex, like you like you were saying, that you that is the Rolls Royce of jacket brands. The the you one I would say you could trust that brand more than any other outdoor labeling brand just in terms of consistent quality across the board on pretty much every garment that they make um yeah tried and true across the board and yeah man that is a great wreck i mean and like you said uh it's it's very easy to get nice jackets like that on sale down the line somewhere some at some point you know yeah especially um with what's going on in retail with not a lot of people shopping, you can, you can always catch deals. Um, like we always preach, um, promo codes are key. If, if you know, you need a winter jacket, fuck it, buy it in the summer when no yeah. one's buying these. Like, um, a brand like Arcteryx is producing these every single season. So they're definitely going to get marked down. Um, so yeah, definitely invest in something that is quality like this jacket. But I, I would say don't be too ashamed if if you want the best that brands have to offer because if, if you catch them on sale, if you buy them in a wearable color and you make them last, which these these jackets do, the cost per wear doesn't seem as yeah. – inti- Yeah, yeah as that's intimate. a really good point because you want this jacket, jacket to be your daily driver. So why not invest in something that you're going to wear every single goddamn day? You know what I mean? It's so yeah. simple. You know, you drive a car every day and you get a nice car. Same thing, dude. You want if yeah. you want the best possible jacket, you can get one. <laughs> Just budget for it, you know. Yeah, and then worst case, say you are sick of it, it's it's going to retain at least most of its value. If worst case you wanted something new, you could always get rid of it too. But I mean, a jacket like this, you could have it serviced. You could probably get ten years yeah. out of it. So I I don't think that it's too yeah. far fetched. I'm with that, man. Bit. I'm with that. My my high end pick. A little bit less of a uh, uh, cost, however, still a lot. Um, I went with the And Wander 2.5 layer rain jacket. Um, so I okay. don't know if you're – are you an And Wander guy? I've okay, never yeah. owned it. A very, another but... sort of like a Archer X level sort of higher end brand. Probably with a little bit more of a lean towards the fashion heavy side of things. Um, is yep. really how I would describe And Wander. And um, – this jacket actually uses Pertex, not Gore-Tex, which is a very mm-hmm. similar fabric, uh, often used by like brands like Rob or sort of like mountaineering brands. Um, yeah. So say pretty much the same thing as, as Gore-Tex, just with a different name. Um, but yeah, this mm-hmm. 2.5 layer rain jacket, uh, it, it retails for $505. Um, mm-hmm. All black, so I'm feeling you on that. You got to buy a jacket that's wearable every day. Um, it's got multiple pockets in the front including two zip pockets on the chest that go basically the length of the torso um as well as pockets for your hands that go on the side of those pockets you know what i mean almost like a okay yeah yeah, pockets on a but they're right at your stomach and and to keep your hands warm when you're walking around um yeah because that's another thing you don't want to put your hands in your pockets what with your keys in that same pocket so you need multiple those two pockets right there and the pockets have tape seams shout out the pod um and a full zip i mean this jacket the end water 2.5 layer rain jacket gorgeous piece it does come in uh numbered eu sizing uh so you got to be a little Mm -hmm. uh more careful with it they probably just feel i'm sorry japanese sizing not eu sizing I'm looking at it mm-hmm. and it says EU on this website. Um, but yeah, uh, very good brand and Wander is. And like I said, if you want something that no one's going to ha- probably have around here, that's a little more fashion forward and very high quality. And Wander is probably the way to go mm-hmm. there. Um, yeah. Yeah, good piece. Again, I think you knocked it out and um, hit the nail on your head with your wreck there, though. Uh, did you have a low a low end wreck as well? Yep. So this one, it like I said, it's still semi pricey. I tend to be the one that I guess is splurging <laughs> a bit more yeah, with yeah. my Rex here. But this is something that I see on yep. sale all the time. So uh, Patagonia fits down. They're calling it a down hoodie, but I mean this thing is packed with downfill. 
So this basically is Patagonia's um, bubble jacket that you could put inside of a shell if you would like. Um, it's it's retailing for three ninety nine, but I'm seeing them on sale for two hundred. If you could probably stack a promo code on it for even more, um, it only weighs one pound one ounce, and it's got eight hundred filled down in it. One so pound one ounce with eight hundred filled down. So yeah, something super super comfy and light. This is like Patagonia's souped up version of the North Face Nupsy. But um, yeah, it's it's definitely doesn't look is built up as the Arcteryx one. This is something that your average Joe can probably wear mm. comfortably. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just got the minimal little Patagonia signature branding on the chest. And uh, it's just their, their simple take on a little bubble parker. Yeah, and that, you know, that's a great wreck. What, what, what did you say the retail was on that again? Okay. three ninety nine full hey, price. I mean, that's a lot of tech in one jacket for 400 bucks though, man. Yeah, and I mean Patagonia is super good at even repairing yeah. their clothes as well. So I mean, you, you'll get it. And it's a brand that does a lot for the environment, so you can try. You can know your purchase goes a long way, at least in that route too with Patagonia. Yeah, I would say Patagonia is probably the number one sustainable brand. Arcteryx, maybe being two. These, these outdoor people are all They're about both. the outdoors. You know what? That makes sense. Um, yep. My uh, low end rec was a little bit more on the low end again. Um, I went with a tried and true New England staple brand, LL Bean's Raincoat, their signature trail model rain jacket, yep. um, which is really mm-hmm. just their your very basic uh, rain shell. Um, ninety nine bucks. Yeah, it's got tape seams on the front left chest pocket. It's got zipper shout side pockets. Pod. Yeah, we're gonna shout out the pot a lot today. Um, yeah, it's just it's a basic rain shell, ninety nine bucks. I think the similar versions from North Face and Patagonia run about fifty bucks more, uh, give or take. So yeah. you're saving fifty off those brands. And LLB makes great product, as we've discussed on this podcast before. And on top of that, the warranty, well, it isn't as good as it used to be. If you ever fucked up this rain jacket, they would fix it for you. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, shout out L.O. Bean. L.O. Bean trail model rain jacket's going to be my low-end rack for a tech coat if you just want something that's waterproof. A plus. Maybe a little less breathable than some of the higher-end options with Gore-Tex, but either way, it's a good pick. Mm-hmm. Moving into our next category, though, your classic jacket. Something, you, something I think you can wear out on the town, you know, something you can dress up a little bit. But also, you know, it, it's rugged. Yeah. Keeps you warm. Do exactly. you have uh, do you want me to go first in this high end record? Or would you like to share? Yeah. Okay. So sure. When I think classic, when I think classic jacket, it doesn't get more classic than a, a barber wax jacket. Um, I'm going barber Ooh. here just because it all it has not only the you can buy the layers to increase the warmth on the inside. Um, the wax coating makes the jacket water resistant to the point of almost being waterproof. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just got that classic collared jacket fit, two pockets in the front, snap closure, corduroy uh, collar. Just a very classy, timeless yep. jacket with some pretty good old school tech, I guess you would call it, with the wax material. Um, but yeah, you're going to, and usually I think they run you like 400, 500 bucks for like the, your pretty standard inline barber jacket. Um, yep, the bedale specifically yeah. is the bedale, or I'd say right, the Ashby, which I think is just a slimmer bedale potentially. But I think the bedale is the classic one. Um, yeah, yeah, I would say bedale is probably the wreck, just because that is the classic uh, barber jacket. Um, for yeah, for my high end jacket, um, ooh, we're going to Snow Peak. I love that. Very similar to South Two West Eight, just probably even more functional. Um, so this is the Snow Peak Beige Takibi Chore Jacket. Um, so we still have the corduroy collar, though this one is flame <laughs> retardant. Yo, Snow Peak, <laughs> Snow Peak always be doing that. Like, oh, hey, this t-shirt, flame retardant. Just, just in case you were curious. Yeah. Just in case you try to spark your little dart and, and shit they goes south. They got you. They got you, like... <laughs> Um, yeah, so this is this is a typical uh, like beige chore jacket, the Snow Peak version. So we have plenty of pockets. Um, we got the corduroy collar. This one appears to be 
um, semi-Japanese fitting. It does look slim mm. from the photos. Um, but what I like is there's actually a back pocket too. So yeah, I don't the Kiwi Duck truck up, up. But I'm, I'm looking at it. Yeah, the yeah. Back if you see the crazy. back, there's a big there's a big pocket in the back. So this thing is uber functional. Um, you could probably store all your fishing gear all over it. There's single button cuffs. Um, but yeah, it's just super yeah, nice. Yeah, they don't skimpy on the pockets, do this they, is, dude? No. And uh, like, yeah, Snow Peak is an outdoorsy brand, by the way. And they make super good like camping gear as well. Like uh, utensils, like pans, like Snow Peak is a pretty big brand. But their clothing um, is starting to really take off now because the clothing is just fire. And we would always say they never uh, miss. Another one, just like Tom Brown. They can't miss, dude. And they, when they do shit like this, oh, the collar's flame retardant. Okay, they just do that all the time. Yeah. Everything just always has some crazy <laughs> yeah. tech twist to it. Yeah, so think about it. If I'm camping and some shit gets caught on fire, I can just throw my jacket on top of it. Put the fire Man, out. Yeah, Snow Peak. And uh, if for those of you that – what was that movie that won the uh, the Oscar this year? Uh, Ooh, the Korean um, film. Oh, yeah, uh, the, anyways, if the movie that won the Oscar, that whole rich <laughs> family in the movie – Snow Peak is wearing Snow yep. Peak the whole time. That's just always the fun fact I like to point out about it. If I can only remember the movie. Yeah, and this jacket. Yep. Not coming in cheap. $610. Something like $200 more than a barber with the addition of flame retardant material. I would say it's that's worth yeah. it, dude. Yeah. Only thing is, like I said, Japanese sizing. So you gotta you'll be a little careful. But, I mean, no matter who you are. Yeah, just, just get XL. Hit, hit them with the size <laughs> 5. Yeah. Anyway, while you're in there, just get get some like we said, get some Stone Peak cookware. Yeah, and then if you're really feeling spicy, if you're trying to get your frequent flyer miles up, get some uh, downfield. Yeah, or even a cooler. All of it is probably flame retardant. No (laughs) joke. Yeah, Snow Peak. Snow Peak doesn't miss, man. Snow Peak doesn't. Do you have? Do you want to? You want to hit me with your low end rack too? Yeah. So. I was going to go barber (laughs) for my low end, but I knew you were going to choose barber. So I decided to go actually low end here. Dog, I went went Carhartt short coat, dude. That's the exact (laughs) I have it up in front of me right now. I'll pivot pivot for my But being me, I always have to like level it up a bit. Plus, I can't, like I stated in previous pods, I think I can't fit. You can't fit the basic American Carhartt. I can't fit a Carhartt small. It looks like fucking <laughs> fear of God on me. So I would, I guess, go with the Carhartt okay. whip short coat. So basically that means I got to play triple retail yep. for the same piece. Just cut a little more. Just European. cut a little slimmer. Yeah, I can't yep. go wrong, man. Uh, like, uh, Carhartt, short, like, Carhartt short coat is basically the safest possible bet you could ever make on a, in a cheap jacket. I mean, I don't know. What is the, yeah. Do you have the whip price in front of you right now? Uh, the inline quick. regular Carhartt chore coat, the one you, if you went to Carhartt.com and copped up right now, the same chore coat they're probably they're probably wearing as they repair a lighthouse somewhere on the coast. Um, it's gonna run mm-hmm. you 90, 90 bucks. Yeah. All right, I got it. So I'm seeing it from two hundred and fifty dollars. Okay, down so a hundred bucks more for the European cut, basically, on sale. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Carhartt chore coat can't go wrong. It's got your classic chore coat pockets. Uh, a chore coat, for those who know, is basically if you know what a barber jacket, it's a very similar coat. Uh, it's it's got a button up top with a collar on it, and the collar is usually corduroy. Um, and the Carhartt one is, of yeah. course, made in that really rugged, really great Carhartt uh, duck canvas material. Thick yeah, rivets. Thick and rivets. So you, and the thing with Carhartt is like the quality is just like. A one man, you know people are dead ass wearing this shit to actually do blue collar shit in. Um, so why don't you yeah. just do a little blue collar valor with the rest of us? Get yourself a Carhartt short coat, you know. Uh, so and yeah. uh, even if you if you don't like the short coat's button closure, get a Carhartt Detroit jacket. It's basically the same thing with a little bit less pockets and a zip. Can't go wrong with that either, in my opinion. Yeah, in the whip version. Is still about two hundred and fifty dollars for that as well, but which they is, had a double. Which zip. Is, are you paying that? Which is so, key for me. The, the regular inline version of the, the Carhartt Detroit jacket. Uh, hold on, the Carhartt website is very slow today. 
Cyber Monday, blowing it up. <laughs> Probably like seventy five dollars. It is ninety. Ninety bucks for the Carhartt Detroit jacket as well. Um, yep, in the whip version, we're pulling it up. Two hundred and fifty-eight dollars. Yeah, I mean, those are two jackets. Either way, you can't go wrong. Carhartt's a great call. I mean, no. and that's the thing. I don't know if you picked up on this throughout this podcast right now. We've been talking about jackets. Is you can trust a lot of a lot. Certain brands are just very trustworthy across the board. LLB, yeah. Carhartt, Barber, Arcturex. You can't go wrong with a brand that has a proven track record of making high quality jackets. Period. That's what it is. If they yeah, have a history, no, for sure. cop up. Yeah, these brands. And if you don't want to pay a lot of money, go to Uniqlo. You're going to be a little colder than us, but it's okay because you're going to look fucking fire. That's that's yeah. a guarantee. Read your washing directions. Yeah, yeah, Uniqlo, Uniqlo, you better read your washing directions. But uh, yeah, I think that's one of the, that's a pro tip if you want to write it down. If you can't afford it, go to Uniqlo. They got a version for you. Yeah. At least if you go to Uniqlo, you're not going to be ripping anybody off. You're going to look sick. And you're going to look fucking guarantee. Guarantee. Yep. All right, man. Hey, that concludes jackets. I, I had a fun time talking about it. Did you have a fun yeah, time talking dude, about it? Yeah, for sure. 100%, man. 100%. Yeah, no. We love, we love it. Hey, but here. what are we vibing with this week, man? Mic check. Mic check. Let's, 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 share, let's share something we're really feeling. All right, so what I'm feeling, since we were on outerwear and it's about to be a rough winter, yeah. most likely, probably in New England, everybody focuses on the jacket and they forget about the gloves. Yep, I, yep everybody. Everybody. So, so I think your, your typical getup is the boots, which we always we're, – we're good on boots. Like for me, like I said, L.L. Bean – Signature boot with the Gore-Tex and the thin yep. I'm good money for years. Um, I don't think I necessarily need a good winter hat because I got my Arc'teryx hood. That's a fucking that that's got me. What? But with gloves um, in New England, it gets wet, it gets slushy, it gets grimy out here. Your fingers are fucking frozen. There's no worse feeling than when your fingers are frozen mm. to where they itch yep. and they hurt. Um. So. What my go-to glove right now, it's called the Burton Men's Gort Gloves. Burton, well-known snowboarding company. Um, Harrelson Hugh from Akronin started out. I did Burton, not know that. It That's awesome. Back in the day. Yeah, so these particular gloves, it says retail $69.95. I actually copped up for like $40 um, at one of my local stores. So this particular glove, it's like I said, it's, it's called the Gore Glove. Gore-Tex material, double-layered. It's got a two-layer fabric, so it's it, there's a glove inside of a glove in, in case it's like not too Bust freezing out outside. Yep. This glove also has Thermacore insulation throughout with the Gore-Tex, and it's got touchscreen control, so I can use my phone without Which taking these bitches the off. Yeah, and which I don't know if I would necessarily use this feature, but why not? We like our outerwear decked out. It's actually got a pocket on it, a, a tape <laughs> seam. Shout out the pod. There's a there's a tape seam zipper pocket on the top of your hand, which maybe if you're going running and yeah. it's freezing, yeah, you whatever you need to put in there. But <laughs> I got it. Yeah, man. Hey, that's a great call. It's getting cold soon, man. Gloves are important. I went a little bit yeah, opposite of you, you though, uh, so for the, for the same reasons. Uh, like you said, New England gets cold and slushy and grimy as fuck. Uh, so I'm trying to get in yep. as many sneaker wears as I can before that winter hits and it's boot season for me. Bean boot as well. Um, so I, I've yep. really been feeling uh, one particular shoe a lot lately. Uh, it's the Mizuno Lem JC mm-hmm. Club. I've tried my French. My French isn't great, but nice. I tried Lem, Lem JC, Lem JC, <laughs> um, which is a, it's a Mizuno Moto control, which is a Mon, Mizuno Mondo control, um, which is an old school uh, running shoe that Mizuno dropped in the nineties. Um, so yeah, yeah. This, this collab was actually, it's a collaboration on that shoe with a, a French uh, creative agency called Lem JC. 
which is uh, headed by a man named Miguel mm-hmm. Dupont, Dupuis, um, who Shout also has a story called Club 75 out there in France. And uh, the dude does very good work, has mm-hmm. always done really good uh, collabs. And he's also the guy that puts out the yearly uh, All Gone streetwear book, which is kind of a, a yearly uh, just what happened in streetwear the past year. He does it every year, does an excellent job with those as well. Um, but he, he does a really good job on footwear collabs. Mm-hmm. Um, this one in particular with Mizuno, this is the third pair of Mondo controls he did this year. It might have been the Tanland of 2019 is when the first one came out, but I think all of them came out in 2020. Um, this particular yeah. pair was to was was uh, supposed to be to celebrate the fifth anniversary of the Club Seventy Five boutique in France that he runs with a, a French DJ known known as Busy P or Ed Banger. Um, so they own that they own that store or mm-hmm. that boutique, and the, the shoe was supposed to celebrate the fifth anniversary this year, but obviously that didn't happen because of COVID. Um, so they released yeah. them online. I was lucky enough to get my hands on a pair um, when they first came out. But uh, he actually did just put in the shoe is like a white and tan colorway, the white mesh mm-hmm. sort of tan uh, nubuck overlays and just some gray accents. But he flared it out by mm-hmm. making the Mizuno logo this like really bright pink with a purple pastel kind of outline. And the opposite on the other side, purple logo with a pink outline. So just really freaked them with this one Mm -hmm. little pop of color. Besides that, the shoe's pretty much core basic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shoe definitely kind of represents your dad's running shoes type vibe. Um, It's a little thicker in the heel as well. Uh, But yeah, I've been feeling these a lot lately. Been rocking the shit out of them. I ended up being able to actually copy did an all white pair, the same shoe. Uh, earlier in the year, I actually just copped a pair mm-hmm. of those as well online. <laughs> there is an all-black pair. Set. I don't think I'm going to cop because I'm not a big all-black shoe guy, but uh, yeah, man, LemJC yeah. does really good work. I think you had a couple of his New Balances back when we were in school. And they were crazy. Yeah, uh, no, I did for sure. Was it a 1500, the UCLA colored one with the leopard print? Yeah, that shit was... Yeah. Yeah, the leopard. Yeah, inner, that, that leopard inner was bananas. It wasn't like a four-way collab with like undefeated or something, too, man. Yeah, I had the whole. I it was a five eighty and fifteen hundred, I think. Right, New Balance. Yeah. Yeah, I had them both for sure. The five eighty was like Shit was crazy. The yeah, red, the navy and the red. Man, yeah, yep. dude, just good work. These Mizunos are fire. Yeah, shout out you, Mikael Dupuy. Hopefully, I'm saying that right. <laughs> fire i'm working on my french so yeah and one thing i wanted to do before we close i know we're always talking about fashion we're always we're always saying our wrecks but we never tell the people yeah we should we should give them a little bit of that on a daily so why don't we break down our thanksgiving fit i know for me do do you want me to break mine down real quick and you can get in your 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 full more full story here Shit, yeah. yeah All right. Piece by Thanksgiving, piece. Thanksgiving, you know, it's it's it isn't a holiday where you with family. Even this year, I did see a few of my family members. Everyone was safe and felt good and was tested prior previous for the record here. Uh, yep. But uh, yeah, you want to be comfortable, but I think they're also you do want to kind of dress up more for a holiday like that. Uh, yeah. So I busted yeah. out a, an old palace, uh, like mock neck sweater. Uh, some Levi's like okay. white wash 501 jeans. And uh, what did I have on my feet? Oh, I was wearing uh, my, what probably my favorite shoe of the year, the all white sneaker, the, the Puma Ralph Sampson low, uh, all leather, okay, all white leather. leather you can't go wrong with a white leather pants, shoe. Yeah. Uh, can't, can't go wrong with an yeah. all white leather shoe like that. But yeah. I, it was again, pretty basic, but man, that with the, I felt clean, Doug. Super casual. Yeah, for me. So out in my state, the weather was fine, but there was a two hour window where it just fucking downpoured, like yep. full on downpoured to where the point to the point where if you're driving, you would have had to literally slow down. Jeez. Like it was that severe. So right when I was ready to get dressed, I actually had some old Gant Rugger, Michael Bastian wool pants dry cleaned with a fat crease in them. That's what they would stitch <laughs> I the was crease ready in, to go right? all in low. Sheesh. 
I was going to wear a uh, set of Alden loafers and some mm. L.O. Bean wool socks. And then I was going to wear my typical Ralph Oxford can't go wrong. And then maybe a sweater on top. But like I said, it immediately just started downpouring right before I was ready to get dressed. Gorp. Like, all right, now we got to gorp it up. It was absolutely pouring. And then I wore an Arcteryx Beta AR um, hiking Gore-Tex shell. You were just completely dry to the bone, bro. I could have dropped <laughs> in a pool and been chilled. That is a fit. I'll tell you, that's another brand that makes good fucking jackets, too, just for the record. Yeah, so we, we had a plan B, I that's guess, a, on the fly, fit. but it worked out all right. But yeah, shout out, Michael. We do Bass. miss you. We I don't know what you. you're doing, sir. I hope you're doing well, though. Whatever you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, that was Jackets. So they can find us on all podcast streaming platforms. Um, like I said, we're, we're out there and we're, it seems like we're getting yeah. back on schedule, which is good. Um, definitely follow us on Instagram at Tape Seems Podcast. Every Zoom day we're posting that hot. Yep. Twitter. Um, tape seems pod. We're trying to get that yeah, pod, and you can and you can pre-follow us on YouTube <laughs> for our 2021 takeover of the whole entire website. The whole and that's tape seems podcast on YouTube, I think, as well. Yeah, follow it yes. all, and then leave us a five-star review if you really if you're really fucking with gang right now. Uh, and hey, we appreciate yep. you guys for listening, especially you guys that have been listening from overseas. We see you. That's bananas. Shout out to all of you. It's all love. Yeah, it's crazy. And yeah, we appreciate the support. And all right, hey, have a good week, everybody. Going. Later. <laughs>